0: And we've had a good day already, haven't we? I mean, big full morning, great music, my goodness. And uh, good to have Samaritan's Purse with us, and uh, what a good thing. Let's go to God's Word. In a series called Shine Your Light, Shine Your Light. I personally believe, doesn't matter really what you think, all right? I personally believe that every one of us, every person ever made, has a little bit of God's light in him or in her. I believe it. We're made in God's image. We're made in God's likeness. Okay? And uh, you can love the dogs and all the kittens and all that stuff all you want, but God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Amen? And as nice as all those other things are, they're really for our pleasure. he That's how much He loves you. All these other things are for your pleasure. And He's given man and women dominion over this world. But we needed help and we needed a Savior. And God came because there's a little bit of light in you. If you'd have told me that 45 years ago as a 15-year-old Hellraiser teenager, meaner than a snake, already headed for probably a life of crime, and uh, growing up in an alcoholic squalor home there in Rockingham, North Carolina, if you'd have told me there was some light, that God put a light in you, Gary, a light in you, I'd have probably punched you in the face after I'd have cussed you out. Because I wouldn't have believed. Are you kidding me? Look at my house. Look at my mama. Look at my daddy. Mama done cheating on daddy and done left daddy. Where's the light at? Ain't nothing in this house but crap. That's probably what I'd have said. I sure am glad God doesn't look at us like I do. God came to my house. 109 River Road. Rockingham, North Carolina. Answer that phone. Tell him I said Hello. You have been given a little bit of light inside of you. And our light, your light is different than my light. That's why you need to be you. The church has been wrong, wrong, wrong by trying to clone Christians. We try to clone them. Dress you up, certain Bible, certain songs. Oh, this is a complex world. We need everybody. Amen. Say. We need every color, we need every kind, we need every personality, we need you! Amen! And God loves you, and He wants you to be you, because He's put something special inside of every one of you. And I've been in this series called Shine Your Light, and I think you've been seeing. Now God's given you something special, and, uh, but that doesn't mean you're going to heaven. Just because He put a little bit of him in you doesn't mean he's going to, you're going to heaven. You must repent. You must turn and put your faith in His Son, Jesus Christ, and Him alone and no one else. Period. Not the church. Anything. And that's how you are saved. That's how you become a believer, a Christian. But the lost world, that's why you see the good that the lost world does. There's a lot of good the lost world does. There's a lot of good in, in a lot of people that don't know the Lord. They need us to shine our light. The light now that we have that Christ is in our heart. And people like Ann Clark Riley, my mama, and Gary Mitchell Clark, they need somebody to shine the light and reach them. Amen? And uh, it can happen. So you're very vital. Amen? And you get to be you. That's the important thing. You need to be you. I've told you the thing that God put in me is... I think he put in me a weirdness. I'm odd. I know I'm odd. Good. I own it. Spell my name right. Two R's and Gary. I know I'm different. I got a big personality. I saw somebody this week that had never met me. I walked into their office. Was there to see them. And I wasn't there two minutes and he already said, wow, you got such a you know, a, a, a great personality in a big way about you. And I'm not trying to brag. I'm just, that's what He said. And so why shouldn't I get out there and meet people and talk to people and love on people and care for people if that's what God has given me? Yes or no? Amen. And as Colleen and I ask you about you, about your gifting, why shouldn't you use that big old smile if God gave it to you? Amen. Amen. And Ben, I talked to you, and if if you've got a a way about you where people can trust you, even with that jersey on, I know it's hard, I know it's hard, but if you can use that, he wants you to use that and not hurt people, but to to not take advantage of people, but to use the trust they put in you to love on them, amen, and to shine Christ in their life. We all have something, you hear me or not? So let's talk about it today. Let's talk. I've done this series for a few weeks now, but let's go to the scriptures today. I'll talk all day if I don't watch it. Shine your light. Hope. You don't see me wearing ho, ho, ho on no, ch- on no shirt. It's hope, hope, hope. Matter of fact, a sweet young lady years ago, I see, it, I don't know what happened to the P and E in hope. I mean, how did hope become ho at Christmas time? Ho, ho, ho! What happened to the PE? I call that the praise and excitement. Ho without the PE is just ho. That ain't even a funny, ain't a good word. It's almost a cuss word now. I'm sorry, ladies. It's horrible. Ho, ho, ho! Christmas ain't no ho, ho, ho. Christmas is ho! That's what Christmas is! But our world has lost the praise and excitement because our world doesn't know the Lord. We're the ones that can add that P E on the end, baby. I'm the P E, baby. Amen? The praise and excitement. Hope. What is hope? Hope is a confident expectation. Hope isn't a maybe so. And I know that's how we learned it, maybe. At some of, well, I hope so. You should just say, I hope so. You ought to catch yourself sometime. I guess I'm just hoeing. That's what hope means to a lot of us. Ho. Which means, whoa, don't go. It means maybe. That's not the Bible word for hope. The word hope in the Bible is the word confident expectation. I confidently expect when I die to be immediately present with the Lord. See, that's the hope I have in Jesus Christ. Amen? <laughs> little bit different. You know, I confidently expect if I confess my sins, He is faithful and just to forgive me of my sins. I confidently expect as I wear on my wrist Jesus strong. You can get one of these for free. They're out there today. You can't see it because it never was about you anyway. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I confidently expect that I can do that. You understand how hope works or not? Say. It's a confident expectation because my confidence is in Jesus Christ. And I can do all things through Him. I am more than a what through Jesus Christ? Conqueror. All things work together for good to them who love who? The Lord. You hear me? So that's what hope means. And there must be a source to hope and we know who He is, guys. His name is what? He is our source. He is our, he's, he's everything. Amen? So, but we're in a message called Let Your Light Shine and How to Shine Your Light. But I had Roger put this up. It's a study I did years ago. We put together. But Jesus, in your first four books of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, just the Christmas story alone, if you look in Matthew, you'll see great detail, and you'll see the great effort that's, that's laid out in the first few chapters of the book of Matthew about Christ's coming. Then you'll turn to Mark and you'll see the great messenger that talks about Jesus. And then in Luke, you'll see great certainty and great care and tenderness given to the story of Christ and great joy and great news and the great Savior. All this because we can have a a massive amount of hope in the Bible that uh, Jesus came. And then finally, in the book of John, we see He's the great Word. And we see He's given us great power. And we've seen that He's the great light. And we're to share our light and let it shine. Amen? So the Christmas story, much of it is about you shining your light for Christ. So let's talk about it today. Shining your light. Take a peek. Today's message is titled, say it with me loud, Confidently Shining Your Light. It doesn't say arrogantly. You hear me? Shoving your beliefs down somebody's throat. Reading them the riot act. So much of the church has done that. There's nobody probably stronger in the gospel than me. I'm strong on Jesus. No doubt about it. But man, we need to love on. And watch how we come off. And I know I come off tough sometimes. I need to watch that. But we need to confidently shine our light. We don't need to go around, well, maybe. What are you talking about? Jesus is the Son of God, the Savior of the world. Without Him you're lost. There is no way to heaven. Why am I going to sit here and argue about this? You hear me? He's called me and you to go into all the world and preach the gospel and teach the gospel. That's the Word of God. Amen. Say, And we're to confidently do this. So we're to confidently shine our light. That light that God has put inside of us. Jesus said, you're the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill can't be hid. Can't! Okay? Like I showed the Christmas tree. If the lights were off and only my one little light, because that's all I represent on that tree, I'm just one of those little lights. I'm not the star. He is. Okay? But if the lights were off in this room, you could still see that that one little light of mine, couldn't you? But it sure is nice in a world. Well, look at that. Look at that. But in a world, boy, how how valuable and how needed is the church? How much better we shine when we're together. Isn't that beautiful? That's us, man. But we need to confidently shine the light. You can't hide that. Men don't light a candle and put it under a bushel or a lid on it. That's crazy. They put it on a candlestick. It gives light to the whole house. Say that verse 16 with me out loud. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. The church, so much of the modern church, the last 30, 40, 50 years, whatever, has turned into us glorifying ourselves somehow. Or glorifying a preacher. Dumbest thing you'll ever do. You hear me? Many of you are so much better than I am. I'm telling you, I struggle. I still struggle. Newsflash, I still sin. I do. My mind. My mouth. A lot of things. My lack of faith. Pray for me, would you? You know? We worship Jesus. Amen? Amen? We've got to really get back to this. Shine your light, man, for the Lord. Let's do a little test. No angels are going to do it anymore. There's no angels to tell the good news like there was in the the New Testament. You're that now. You hear me or not say. That's you now. There's no angels going to tell the good news anymore. There's no star that's going to lead lead them to salvation. You hear me or not? You're it. You've been tagged. You're it now. Shine your light. There's no baby. There's no body there. That body's gone. Where's Jesus now? Yeah, no, they can't come and see the place where He lay. Okay? You can't do that anymore. That's on you and me now. We're the light now. It's been passed on to us now. Get it? As great as the Christmas story is, and I love it, We need to look at the Christmas story and say, things are different now. I can't rely on the angels and the star and the little baby to get the job done. I am a disciple of Christ. I am called to be a witness. Amen. That's on us now. Hebrews 7.25, wherefore he is able to save them to the uttermost. I like to use guttermost because that's where I came from, the gutter. He's able to save them from the uttermost that come unto Him, seeing that He ever lives, Jesus Christ now, to make intercession for us. Amen? That's where Jesus is. Amen? So, we need you and we need each other. Say that out loud. We're the what? And I want you to look at that Christmas tree again. Just look at that. I know it's not the body, but but there is a Christmas tree and there's a body to that tree. And look at all those lights. And even without all the fancy little ornaments, it looks pretty good, doesn't it? All the fancy and the bling and the ornaments might take away from the lights, to be honest with you. See, isn't that what we need? Doesn't the world need to just see some light right now, say? We're the body of Christ. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, you present your body as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, guys. And don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for my life. Amen? God's called you to shine. Now you're the body of Christ and we are now what? Say it with me. Members in what? That's not a church role, guys. That's the light that God put in you and that's the gifting that God put in you. You're a part of us and we're to shine our light. Amen? He's before all things, and by Him all things consist. He's the head of the body, Jesus Christ, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things He might have the what? You you and I don't get the preeminence down here. Yes or no? Amen. Okay? It's wrong to elevate a pastor like that or a pope. Got it? I don't care what they teach you. It's wrong. He gets the preeminence. Yes or no? Amen. Period. Yes or no? Let's let the Word of God be the Word of God. Amen? So confidently shine your light. It's what we're talking about. So there's no angels. We're to tell the good news now. Amen? Say, am I driving you up the wall? Some of you are just mad because the Vikings won yesterday, aren't you? You need to get over it. Here we go. Let's go back. Here we go. No star. We're to let our what now? Years ago, when they, we were starting a church and we were looking for a place to build, when we, when they, we thought about Rotunda, we thought, man, I'm going to be honest with you, dumbest idea on the planet. That's what I thought. I'm horrible. I'm telling you, I'm terrible. I'm like, are you kidding me? In Taiwan? And so we planted this church down here. And look, man, I had a guy who's a great uh, writer, and he's, he's a great historian, and it, it speaks to Washington people all the time. Lord knows we need to pray for him. Bill Federer. Some of you know Bill Federer. <laughs> he was flying in a big jet the other day and sent me a picture out the window. <laughs> Did you know where, where you can see us from the sky? That's crazy, this campus right there in that big bullseye. Isn't that crazy? But this church, we've got all kinds of warts and wrinkles and issues in our own personal lives. Yes, we do. But we become a light to our community. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for that. That's a beautiful thing. Come on, man. I love it. My sister and my brother back there behind Larry, y'all are at Spinnaker Cafe. And somebody was talking about this church. Are you asked about a church? Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. It is correct. That's you. And then they get done. Those people get done eating and leave. And another couple comes in and sits down. And y'all start talking about church. And they also tell you about fellowship church. Is that true? Two separate couples. And she said she might not be the brightest bulb in the box, but when two things happen like that. So she made a beeline to the office and met us, didn't you? Another couple, I think, saw us right there. Somebody came in over there. We're talking one place, one restaurant. That's why you can't be a pain in the rear end. Be kind. Be nice. You might have an opportunity to shine your life. And so that couple, he came in to see me. And I wasn't in the nicest mood that day. I apologize for that. But anyway, but look, I must not have been all that. He still showed up in his, in his wife today. But the point is, let's be a light. There's no manger. Guys, the manger's not there. We can put one on the stage and we can talk about it. Okay? We need this. we're the stable. He's been born in you now. Got it? You carrying him now. Let's keep going, Roger. Jesus wasn't born in a building. He wasn't, and He still isn't. He's born in you. Okay? Keep looking. Roger, you're killing me. Here we go. There's no Mary and Joseph. We know Mary and Joseph's with the Lord now in heaven. I get that. But there's no Mary and Joseph. You and I are to carry Jesus. We're to deliver Him now to a lost and dying world. Or Am I too elementary like third grade for you today? This, he need, He wants us. Okay. Yeah, we're His body now, not that. How many see them things everywhere? But let me ask you a question. How many know there's a whole lot more of us than them trucks as believers in Christ? Come on, thank the Lord! whole lot more of us! But the problem is, they're doing the job and we ain't. Wherever we go, prime, baby. Prime that pump. Help me, Lord. And go in there and talk to people and love on people. But don't shove it. Take that gifting It might be a mouth like mine, or a personality like mine, or a weirdoness like mine, or it could be a smile, a gentleness, a kindness. It could be a businessman who is lost as a goose, and he came to Christ, and he can tell you his story and teach you God's Word. It could be a man like this, who I've seen amazing change in your life, Chuck. Amazing change, how the Lord's gotten a hold of your life. And this man loves to help. He, loves, he will work so hard that his fingers bleed because he loves people. You hear me or not? But these are different lights, different lights that we have. We need to let those shine. Amen? We surely can outdo Amazon Prime any day. And UPS and FedEx. And those are nice things that we can get stuff. But, guys, we need the gospel. So confidently shine your light. Now, Roger, I've got to quit. But we're not done yet. What about the Christmas story With what we've just said Well there are still shepherds Now this is my language guys This is my message There are still shepherds all around us And you know what I call them Regular folk Working hard Our town Our communities here are full of regular folk That are working hard But no angels going to shine to them It's going to be you We need to go to the shepherds. There were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field. They were keeping watch over their flock by night. I could talk a a good long time about shepherds and the kind of work they do and how nasty it is and how they were really the off-scouring of the the, uh, community at that time. You can't get away from the stink and the smell. And you usually grow up that way. You don't have the best education, to be honest with you. But you know what? They were hard-working They were sore afraid. They were sore afraid. And our world has a fear about it now. It's had it for a while. There's a fear in our world. Fear of dying. There's also a fear of the church. And that's for a lot of different reasons. Who knows why? And the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were what? Sore afraid. And that's the way regular folks are still. There's a lot of fear out there. And you shining your light. You being kind, and when somebody got your order wrong at the Taco Bell, and you got the too hard instead of the too soft, but you had to show your tail, your stinking sorry tail, and make them feel like dirt instead of eating the too soft tacos. You hear me or not? Say, well, "That ain't what I wanted." You're a pain in the rear. You better hope I ain't near you when you do it. I'll call you out. Come on, y'all hear me or not? People need us, man. They're so afraid out there. A lot of fear out there. You never know what your, even if you correct them or something, to do it in a kind way and then to say thank you and just be kind. It's amazing how your light can shine. Have I lost you? The angel said unto them, Fear not, for I bring you good tidings of great joy. That should be us, by the way which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. A lot of people are scared of Christians. How many that's the truth? Yes or no, amen. How many would raise their hand and say, Boy, I was scared of them or didn't want to be around them? Let me see some hands. Scared of them or didn't want to be around them? They don't want nothing to do with them. There you go. A lot of people are scared of dying. You hear me? Now, dying's not a popular thing, I get that. But it is great knowing Christ and knowing that when I die, I'm going to be with the Lord. But a lot of people out there are scared of dying, man. They need you, they need your light. They're still shepherds. Uh oh. They're open to the message of Christ. Whole lot of people out there. Oh, they won't listen to me. No, not if you're not you. But if you try to be you and shine the light that God's given you and you're not coming across as some fake, phony hypocrite, you might be surprised how much they would entertain what you have to say. You hear me? It came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Hmm, let us go even now to Bethlehem, and see that thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. Let's go and see. You give that card out this week for Christmas. Oh, they won't go. Ho, ho, ho. Come on, man. They might later, after you leave, look at it and go, let's go and see. Praise the Lord. Come on, man. It's not that hard. Come on. They're still shepherds. They can be changed forever. And the shepherds returned. Look at them when they're getting back. (laughs) Glorifying and praising God. What? For all the things they heard and saw as it had been told unto them. It's so important as we're out there talking about the Lord and sharing our faith with people, trying to get them to come to fellowship, that when they get here, it's not like you told them. You understand? You tell them it's a great place. It's a, you know, this, that people are loving and friendly. That's why it's on all of us to love on people around here. Get me or not. Say. Well, I don't like loving on people. you got a problem, Jack. And we're going to work on that. Or we're going to find you going to an unfriendly church. Amen or oh um, me? Say. Come on, man. And we can all do this. We can do this. My mother was a drunk, meaner than a snake. Mean. And she was one of those women you were more scared of her than the man in the family. You know women like that? Mama. But to see the change in my mother's life, I didn't even know it was in there. She became, the, I call it, the most beautiful southern belle you'd ever seen. The kindness, the giving that oozed out of my mother. I tell you what, man, would you let that light out say, there's something good in you and God wants you to, to use it. For the regular folks, as it was told unto them, they can be forever changed as we share our story. Almost done. Wait a minute. So there's a lot of regular folk in our town. Yes or no? Amen. But there's also still some wise men. Now what do I mean by that? Not that they're not regular folk, but let's, let's look at it. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east of Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that's born king of the Jews? For we've seen his star of the east, and we are come to worship him. What do I mean by that? There's a lot of people that have real questions. And we need to be able to answer their real questions. Did I lose you on that? Okay. Now is everybody in the church positioned to talk to every single person? You are not. There's going to be I find that I do very good with just the regular folk. That's me personally. Me personally. Young, old, Hayens, whatever. Ball players, I can do it. That might be you. But it also might be that you, God has gifted you, and He wants you to be able to talk to people that have some serious questions about faith. You hear me? Am I losing you today? God wants you to use that light. Maybe you're in the business community. I don't know. But God puts you, He's positioned you somewhere, and He wants you to be able to speak to these people. Amen? I think of Greg Stubbe, our congressman. Wow. What a guy. Yeah, amen. What a guy. God has positioned him in a crazy place, hasn't it? But we wouldn't call those people in Washington wise, would we? I know, but anyway, go, here we go. Come on. But they have questions. They're looking for the light. They're looking for the light. Got a fellow attends the second service, sits right there where you are, Norbert. And he was an atheist for 70 years. And he, could, he was studied. He knew what he believed. But maybe about seven years ago, not through this church, through another ministry, he came to Jesus Christ. Somebody had to answer some of those questions. You hear me? Beautiful. That's, that's okay. They're, they're looking for the light and they're willing to worship. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, I'm done. You are like, well, that was disappointing. (laughs) I'm sort of relaxed today, to be honest with you. Just having a good time. You and I now are the light of the world, guys. Did you get my drift today? There's still shepherds. There's a lot more regular folks than are the, the, the business folks and the smart people and all that. Maybe, I don't know. But God has positioned all of us to somehow reach them. Amen? They're not looking for a star, guys. They're not looking for a star. Hey! All the the glitz and the this and that. And guys, it looks like it works. I ain't so sure it works. I ain't so sure when it's all said and done, all that glitz and everything worked. And certainly the lying like you see on the TV preachers do, that certainly doesn't work. It turns people off. It might turn a few lunatics on, but it turns most people off. The world's not looking for a star. They're looking for what? Sincerity. So if you come here today and you don't like me wearing jeans or you didn't like Chris's holes in his pants or if he runs around barefooted on stage sometime, at least you met me and you met Chris. That's what we want to be here. Not saying you can't dress fancy. I am fancy, guys. This is like a tuxedo on me today, okay? Alright. The world wants somebody real and genuine. You hear me? You ever had a flashlight and a thing didn't work? You needed a light. <laughs> and it's not working, or you turn it on, and you can't see a dime short of nothing. That's not what the world needs. The world needs a real light. And I'm not all the lights on the tree, but wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm shining. You know what I mean? I'm not flickering. I'm not out. I can't be everything, but I can be me. And I can get the job done. That's who we are, guys. We're the body of Christ here on the earth. Let's be like Mary and Joseph. Let's carry and deliver Jesus to the world. This is our town. This is our area. Let's do our job right here. Be like an angel. An angel? Yeah. Praise and glorify God. Share the news like I did today. Forty-five years ago today, I got saved. Share your story. Elizabeth, share your story. 104 days, Elizabeth. Amen. Amen. We're the body of Christ here on earth. So I need to confidently do what? Let's thank the Lord for the word we're done. Amen. Come on, we made it. You did it. You did it. Let's jump up. Let's jump up on your feet. Amen.